welcome to the show, Celette Michelle of Celette Michelle and Company. So excited to have you here at the Cake Cafe. Hey! Thank you for joining us. <laughs> this uh, is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm excited because now you, I'm just going to allow you the opportunity to tell us uh, a little bit about you and what you do. But I will start by saying that, um, girl, you've been doing events for a long time. I have. And that's part of like my little elevator speech. Um, I have literally been doing events for over half my life and I'm blessed with melanated skin. So no one believes me whenever I say I've been planning events for over 25 years, but I really have. Mm -hmm. Um, my very first official event was in high school. We, and you and I went to the same high school Mm -hmm. (laughs) or classmates. Um, And I've just been planning events ever since then. And back then they called it leadership. I just thought it was leadership. I thought it was what you did whenever you were class president or whatever, Mm -hmm. president of whatever organization. And I really didn't find out until it was too late in college for me to change my major that there's this whole like industry called event planning. I was like, this is what I've been doing for free all this time. (laughs) Hello. Um, So I, you know, I got really lucky, you know, I was a student leader at the University of Florida, planned a lot of events, planned Florida Invitational Step Shows, Mm co-director there, um, and then went on to plan wars in the military. What a transition. Um, What a transition. And now I totally didn't understand it because I was a speech pathology and audiology major. Mm -hmm. I was all, you know, ready to do my communications and sciences thing and the air force and he said you've been doing all this stuff no you're going to plan war so i was a logistics officer in the air force so when and when i got out it was like my dream it was literally my dream resume i put all of my volunteer experience on a resume and landed a job officially in washington dc in the year 2000 and i've been planning events ever since man that is that pretty remarkable. I, you know, so the couple of things that just came out of that, that's truly a testament to um, understanding your skill set and utilize, tra- transitioning your skill set into what makes the most sense. You know, you said a key word there and um, a lot of people, well, for me, the general population, sometimes when you say, oh, I play an event, they're like, oh my gosh, I've got a birthday party. And I'm like, wait, pause. There's a yes. whole nother side. Like, when yes, you, I'm like you, when it comes to logistics, girl, I am spot on. When it comes to decorating, you got to call an expert. Exactly. That part. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So we are, we are kindred spirits. We are going to have those attendees in, out, every, all the vendors, everything is going to be timely. But I promise you, when it comes to picking colors, I can tell you what colors don't work. But right. other than that, I need an expert. Right. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, I learned that over the years because I started my professional um, meetings and conferences and event planning career in the meetings industry. And in Washington, D.C., a meeting planner, you know what a meeting planner is. Mm -hmm. Outside of our nation's capital, you say meeting planner, they think it that you're an administrative assistant. They're like, oh, you know, you're in a, no, like there, there is a whole industry called the meetings industry. (laughs) Um, 
in these COVID-19 19 times that we're in, I think everybody understands now the importance of the meetings and events industry and hospitality. Um, and it was hard. It's been hard for, you know, for over 20 years as a professional event planner um, to convey to the general public what I do for a living because people do want to put you in the same bucket as a party planner. Now, yeah. Grant, now don't get me wrong. I love a great party. I will plan a great party. Um, but I mean, when it comes to conferences, meetings and, and events, you know, the industry, we like to say meetings mean business and yeah. space time matters. And you have to understand the value and putting the right people in the same room at the same time for a specific purpose. And that's what we do. That's what we do for this industry. Mm, say that again, child. Listen, <laughs> help, let's educate the people. I like, you know, um, I totally, I'm in total agreement. Of, obviously, like I mentioned, we're of kindred spirits, but you know, a lot of, a lot of what you just said, you know, making sure that you have the right people in the room at the right time about the right business uh, or speaking the right things. It's, um, it's so key to a piece of uh, outside of logistics. Then there is purpose and intention. And a lot of that drives what the experience is going to be. So, you know, what when you, from a logistics background and really kind of thinking about intentional meeting planning, what to you makes for a memorable experience or how do you incorporate the experience? Because just based on your the line of work that you do, every meeting has got to have some different balance. It's not the same. There's no common thread all the time. So how do you truly take a step back and define experience? for who you're working with? Well, the first thing that I like to do is like you, you want to, first of all, you want to satisfy the client or you want to satisfy your stakeholders, right? Mm -hmm. So um, speaking from a nonprofit background, there's usually, you know, you're planning by committee. Wow. So there are a number of stakeholders. You got your executive director, you got your mm -hmm. board members, you got your sponsors. So all of those people are the stakeholders and you want to ask them, what is your why? Mm -hmm. We can have a whole meeting, a whole couple of couple of weeks of meetings Absolutely. about just establishing what our why is and what their what their goal is. Because um, as professional meeting and event planners, you have to take yourself out of every single event and situation. Mm -hmm. um, you can influence people who kind of don't know what they want, but um, many of these organizations, especially um, well-established nonprofits with very healthy leadership, mm -hmm. they know what they want. Sure. Um, and we're just there to facilitate that process. So um, th that would be my answer to your question. It's just getting those stakeholders together, getting that client um, or, you know, clients together, that team together, and asking them what their vision and what their why is, and everything else will fall into place. That's so key, important. That's so critical. And I really like, you know, the, the way that you kind of outline what the process is and what makes the most sense. And, you know, for, for those who are um, potentially party planners or a social planner, social event planners that are, that are listening in, Think about how you apply those same tactics or the same um, methodologies to your events, because your stakeholders are those people who hired you to plan the event, right? So even if it is a social format, which again, it's not necessarily my forte either, but even if it is a social format, then I want to know what, what we're doing and who's coming to the table, who's coming to the room, 
so that we can make sure that, you know, whatever experience you're trying to portray is carried through all the way. Um, so, you know, especially as you mentioned from a nonprofit perspective, you've got, you know what you want because you're mission-centric and mission-tied. And if people are paying yes. you sponsors, then you got to be able to kind of, kind of flow through that. So definitely appreciate that and I like that. Um, and, it's, you know, experience can mean so many different things to so many different people. And obviously, as I mentioned, I'm sure your experiences with your clients and the, the, your nonprofit partners, um, they vary. But what's one that's like stood out that's, you know, the, a very memorable experience, just not just for your client or who you were working with, but for you as a planner and, you know, it just became a remarkable moment in your mind. For me as a planner, um, just in terms of a life moment, uh, to, to answer your question specifically, um, in my professional experience, I had the opportunity to um, plan a retreat, but it was, a, it was definitely an educational retreat for um, individuals working in gynecology. Um, I used to work for um, the hospital in D.C., very well-known hospital, the hospital they take the president to. Um, and we worked primarily in a cardiology um, environment. And to plan the conferences for the gynecologist was like a treat for us because it's different. There are different types of professionals. Gynecologists are very loving and warm. They have to be in their industry. Mm -hmm. um, so we actually did a um, scientific, scientific sessions in Costa Rica at this place called Pura Vida Spa. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of the most unique um, educational experiences that I have been a part of because you know, it was so different. It was, you know, the unmeeting. It wasn't conference rooms and coffee and all that stuff. It was very um, spiritual for a lot of people who attended. Um, we um, had our sessions in a yoga studio, so Ooh. everyone had to take their shoes off. Mm -hmm. um, in the sessions, we had the president of the hospital there speaking, um, you know, very world-renowned speakers, but at the same time, it was such a spiritual experience. We all did yoga yeah. as a community um, in the mornings, and it was the first time I had ever experienced yoga, and it literally changed my life. Like doing right. sun salutations in Costa Rica at sunrise will do something to you, and um, I extended, <laughs> obviously, right. um, on the end of that that trip, and it was my birthday, so I went to I did whitewater rafting. I did, I wow. soaked in the hot springs and I did some of the best zip lining that you could ever do in the world in Costa Rica. Um, and that's, that's all before all the social media stuff happened. So like my memories of that are in my head wow. and somewhere on a hard drive, probably collecting <laughs> dust, but um, it was just a great um, professional experience that just spoke to me and like really kind of like laid the foundation for even what I do right now um, with with a nonprofit and the spiritual practices that we do. That's amazing. I mean, that's truly amazing and truly remarkable. And I love the fact that you said this was before social media. So not only yes. was this experience not recorded or promoted to the world, mm -hmm. it's something that you hold near and dear to your heart because it's in your head. Yes. Um, 
And yeah, I can, I can probably just pull out a couple of hard I Actually, I don't know where those hard drives are either of some other things that like. <laughs> where is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Like my computer doesn't, this, these days, you know, you don't have that disk drive anymore. So yes. I couldn't even, yeah, I get it. But uh, no, I, I, that, is, that is tremendous. And um, I like how, you know, you mentioned it kept kind of carry through, through how you do events now, just how rewarding that experience was. So man, that's, that's exciting. Like yes. that's what makes the business of events so um, important and integral is because you can put yourself in it as a, as the planner, um, just as much as the person who's experiencing it. So that's really cool. For sure. This is like cool. Like, so I've got to learn a little bit about what's made an impact in your, your life and your career through your, the planning events. We talked a little bit about your most favorable or your most memorable experience, but you know, obviously we're here at the Cake Cafe. So, you know, we have to know, and it's okay if it's not cake, but we have to know what's your favorite dessert. Okay, so hands down, my favorite dessert is ice cream, and that's only because I, I have to have ice cream every single day. Every day. Um, I've done much better um, in 2020, and it's, it's really just because I'm so busy that I don't even crave it, but like I have an ice cream habit, and I have to have a little cup every night. It's the same little cup that I use every night. It's tiny, a little teacup, and I put a scoop of cookies and cream Okay. And a scoop of anything with like chocolate and almonds together mm-hmm. for the flavor. Yes. And I have that. Now, trust me, if I had a little cake on top of it, that would be even better. <laughs> but, you know, I can't do that. And I can't do that all the time. And re- red velvet cake is absolutely my favorite because I'm a yeah. southerner. Come on. Yes. Um, red velvet. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, definitely uh, ice cream. Okay. That's pretty cool. And I like, you know what, you've got a, you've got some options in there. You've got flavors. So you know what, you don't like everything. Although you like the same cup every night, it's got to have variety. So you, you girl, you are a true planner. (laughs) 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 That is your, that is your calling. That is your ministry. Yes. I like to say I'm a reformed perfectionist. Planners don't like to hear that, honestly, because planners think you have to be perfect. No, not not after 25 years. No, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. I'm a reformed perfectionist. And I say, my idea of all right might be absolutely fabulous to you. And I say, "Eh, I did that in my sleep. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We're pros, right? You're a pro at this game when you can say that. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to you. Cheers to you for 25 years in the game and, you know, 25 years strong, not even looking a day over 25. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Let me send my headshot. <laughs> yes. Send me your headshot. Man, the skin is glowing. I love it. So that's exciting. It's not often that you talk to someone who um, has so much, has so many years in, in one particular industry and has seen so many different things at the, at varying levels. So that's exciting. And um, I'm, I'm proud. I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm seeing from high school. This is so awesome. Girl, I'm proud of you. Don't talk about me. I'm just like, what is, what is Tanisha doing? What is all this? I had no idea. Girl, no. Let, you know, you motivate me. Oh, you got to me. Yes. I'm going to be like you when I grow up. I'm serious. I wish I was playing. I'm not playing on being serious. It's a heart attack. Oh, 
no, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, hey, man, I'm listening, like, over here quiet as a mouse, just trying to keep things going. It's, you know, I'm, I'm inspired by people like you, and that just kind of helps keep me on the path to keep moving. Um, because, you know, and I'm sure you've seen this, too, there's a point in time where I was like, how many people in the world are like me or doing things like me or even look like me in this particular industry? And it's, right. it's so, it's fragmented. Like you mentioned, you know, so there you've got several tiers of types of planners and with even within the tiers of planners, the way that people plan or the way that they approach planning is so different. So totally different, especially now. And I've seen the industry change so much mm -hmm. over the years. And Joan Eisenstadt and um, oh, there's another gentleman I can't even think of. Oh, Corbin Ball. Whenever I was coming up, um, those were the thought leaders in the industry. And as mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned, they still are, mm -hmm. but they're much older. They're baby boomers. They're much older. And these young, you know, Instagram ready event planners, you know, they plan differently. You know, mm -hmm. event planning is looking, looked at as, um, you know, a revenue generating business, just like any other um, brand that's out there. People mm -hmm. build brands before they build their event experience or <laughs> their event um, planning company and more power to them. And I watch them too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I try to, you know, I try to go to the old school whenever it's time to go there. And then mm -hmm. there's some folks who are doing great things in tech um, that I, I follow. Also, there's a planner who, um, who manages the, this community of event hustlers. Yeah. And, you know, she has, yeah, she has a whole community and I've been watching her probably for the last seven years. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, watching the taxi talk and all that, all that stuff, the events that she's produced. Um, and I think that there's, there's plenty that we can learn from both ends of the generational spectrum. And I enjoy that. I love being a Gen Xer. Yeah. Because we I'm, can grab from both ends. Exactly. And yes. be okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So I feel like Gen X is we're we're unassuming, right? Because we can play we actually can play in both markets, if you will, yes. or both areas. So um our our experience is a definitely a leg up and it helps us navigate both both worlds very seamlessly especially if you know how to take advantage of that or not take advantage, but really know how to, to move within those different groups and circles. So I definitely appreciate that. Like take it to, to an advantage. Um, so that's awesome. And I've, I've kept my eye just here recently, just started putting my eye on the whole hustle format. And I'm like, I, I like it. I can definitely do it. Um, and yeah. you're right. There is a difference between, between the two. So, yeah. well, this has been like a certain pleasure speaking to you. I um, love this. Oh my gosh, this was awesome. This was amazing. We would have to do this again. <laughs> Please, let's do this again. I feel yeah. like this is therapy. <laughs> Listen, in these in these days, right now, with everything that we're going through, it definitely is. Definitely yes. appreciate that. So I really appreciate you being on the show. We're going to have to connect off of the show and just really kind of really dive in, catch up, and then figure out another way to jump back out there and, and stay engaged and stay up. So keep a good eye on each other. But, for sure, uh, for sure. And for all your listeners, yeah, for all your listeners, please um, follow me. You can follow me on all platforms at C Michelle Events. And then if you like to dive a little deeper into my personal life, um, I'm on most platforms as at Event Diva. 
Um, Twitter's fun, fun too. I'm just going to let you find me on Twitter by yourself. <laughs> awesome. That's been great. Can't wait to increase your followers by people jumping in and learning a little bit more about the logistical brain um, from planning a C Michelle event. So really, uh, Celeste Michelle and Company, aka C Michelle event, yes. on the social media. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Again, thank you for being with us on the Cake Cafe, and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.